What is good, America? We're finally back here with another episode from What's the Word Entertainment. Of course, I am always joined by Obed. Good to see you again. Finally back in action. How back are you? Doing well, sir. Doing well, sir. How you doing? Yeah, you know, I can always complain, but why bother? There's no point, right? Right. <laughs> glad, definitely glad to have you back. You got to get this thing going. Um, got a lot to talk about today. We're gonna definitely going to focus on some basketball news and some action. Of course, we'll talk about the finals. Obviously, we all know the Raptors won their first championship, but we will get to that in a second. But the biggest news, congratulations to the Raptors, but the biggest news came recently this past weekend from the association. Of course, we have, we have to get into this. I wanted to just get into it right away. Let's just go. The Pelicans trading Anthony Davis to the Los Angeles Lakers. Now, it was a rumor that it was he wanted to go there, or it wasn't a rumor. He said he wanted to go there. During the season, the news broke that he, he demanded a trade. Yeah. It was speculation. Where is he going to go to Lakers? Is he going to go to maybe to Boston? Is he going to go, you know, wherever? Yeah. No, it was basically he came out and said, hey, look, I'm not going to sign a long-term deal, deal to go to Boston. So pretty much it was L.A. or bust, you know? So he finally pulled the trigger, made it happen. Anthony Davis will be going to the Lakers. The Lakers, in return, send Lonzo Ball, Brandon Ingram, Josh Hart, and three first-round picks to the Pelicans. Dude, that's a hell of a laugh. Now, granted, it's Anthony Davis. Put it, just put it in the bag. Put all of your future into the bag and just hand it right over to them. Dude, I, I, I know, right? And I was surprised that they were able to ha- um, hang on to Kyle Kuzma, to be honest with you. I mean, you know, what, but, what are you, let me ask you this. What are, your, what are your thoughts on the trade? First of all, is it worth giving up? Like you said, putting everything in there. I mean, and are the, is it, is it, was it worth it for the, for the Pelicans? I mean, for the Lakers? I, I don't, I don't think it was worth it for the Lakers to give up everything. And you, you make a good, strong point there. The negotiation, negotiating was probably terrible. I feel like this is why you hear about uh, Magic Johnson being undercut uh, by, uh, I can't can't remember the GM or president's name. Rob Palenka? Yes, Palenka. And uh, so, you know, they make this trade. Like you said, hey, how did they keep Kyle Kuzma? Because somebody on the Lakers side didn't say, hey, we'll give you two firsts and Kyle Kuzma and the rest of those guys versus Mm -hmm. them saying we want three firsts. And somebody said, okay. Like, that is a make make it happen. Bring me Anthony Davis. Whatever, whatever yeah. the offer they send you, take it. Let's get this deal done. Right? right. Like I don't, I don't need to worry about what the future holds. I can make a team with whoever I got. It sounds like something that may. And I, and this is the thing. I'm not indicting LeBron, but this seems like LeBron is at the is at the helm right now. He might be on the sticks. Um, uh, I, I definitely think he had something to do with it. Had a, had a, had a played a role in this, and somewhat, you know, he said, you know, listen, I need help. I can't do this by myself. You need another star. Now, granted, they had the money. You know, now the deal is not official. It can't be official until July. I mean, free agency starts at the end of June, June 30th. So the deal can't go through the July. I think it's July 6th might be the earliest, which will give the Lakers about $23.7 million in cap space. Now, if the deal is pushed out to July 30th, I think the, the cap space goes up to about $32 million. Um, so. Yeah. Yeah. What's that? There you uh, you were breaking up. You said oh, the sorry. deal goes till July. Yeah. Yeah. Sorry about that. You know, I was saying is the yeah, if the deal the deal can't go through until July because like I said, free agency starts June thirtieth and there's like a couple like a few days of a window where the free agency you know can negotiate and things like that. So if it's July sixth, they get about twenty three point seven million dollars in cap space. If it, I think it goes to July thirtieth, about thirty two million million in cap space. So it gives them some them some some room. But here's my here's the, my biggest concern. If you I guess it does give them some space to and they probably want to go sign another star player, whether it be yeah. Kemba Walker, whether it maybe be Jimmy Butler. 
Um, but here's the thing. If you do that, you leave no room, no money to sign anyone else. They, they, they're right now, currently, they have about five guys total signed on, under contract on the Lakers right now. You yeah. know what I mean? So if you sign, like I said, after signing Davis and you sign, let's say, let's just say it's Campbell Walker, for instance, who else are you going to play? You can't, you can't go you can't go into the season with six guys, seven guys. You need at least 12 guys. You know what I mean? Because injuries will happen. You guys need to rest, come off the bench. thing is, so my question is, is it worth it to spend all your money and get an elite player and get a star and just get a bunch of no-name, low-level, uh, you know, minimum contract guys? Or dumb it down a little bit, get a mid-level guy, spend a little more money, you know, and then have money to get, you know, fill out your bench, fill out your pieces. That way your team is actually complete. To me... I think it's the latter. I think you, you spend a little less, get a mid-level guy, and complete your team as a whole. Yeah. Uh, you know, I if if it's always been about the big three, I, I can't say that the Bulls from the 90s had a big three. I think they had two big guys, two big greats, and then just kept adding role players and guys who were fantastic at their position, right? Like well, don't, could, don't, well, don't forget the latter years. They did get Dennis Rodman. That was their big three, Jordan, Pippen, and Rodman. True, true. They still had Tony Kukoc out there. They had Steve Kerr hitting big shots for them all the right, time. Right, yes, they did. Yeah, Rodman, I think, came on the cheaper side, yeah, and they did have yeah. other play, role players. Yes, okay. And you and you highlight the point there, like, okay, so who's willing to take a pay cut to come and play with LeBron and AD and whoever that unnamed big three person is? You know what right. I mean? Like, who's willing to to accept a role that might be not a, a highlight of the big three, but... You know, the, we're talking about a player in LeBron who had a big three with uh, Bosch and Wade and right. also had the greatest three-point shooter in the game, Ray Allen, as the swing guy. Like, And remember, Wade, really quick, Wade and Bosch, all t- they all took pay cuts. Even LeBron, they all took pay cuts to play together because they wanted to win. Exactly. So if they if they think, hey, we can move some things around, we can, we can get some guys on the cheap who probably could make more money somewhere else but would be willing to come and play for the amount that we can actually pay them to do this – Maybe they could do something. But like you said, they have maybe six guys on the roster total right now, and you want to have twice that, but you can only really sign one guy that you think is really good and then buy five other dudes off the street, off the couch. Um, <laughs> yeah. You know, I, like, hey, I don't, I, I just I, don't see it happening. Right. Yeah. And I don't, I don't, I don't, like I said, but don't, don't forget, don't sleep, guys, don't sleep on Kyle Kuzma. He was bowling last year, dude. And, you know, so I think with, with, LeBron with AD with Kyle Kuzma, you bring in some you know some middle, middle level guys like a, like a JJ Redick because they need they need shooting they need outside shooting. You bring in somebody like a JJ Redick or a, like a Danny Green Green type of type of player. I think that that kind of gets your starting lineup really set, and then you kind of just fill that fill out your bench. To be honest with you, because you need depth, especially in the West, you need yeah. depth. You know, people are gonna be um, running up and down courts all year long. Like I, I give it to. I don't want to say that the Warriors broke down, and we'll talk about that later, but, you know, you got to go up against James Harden and that uh, uh, Houston team trying to put up a buck 30 every night. You know right. what I mean? You got to you the clips up here and try to put up 120. You know, like, it's it's a lot of miles you're putting on the legs out there. So uh, right. they, they're, they're going to need depth because it's not going to be LeBron playing those max minutes. He didn't bring Anthony Davis for him to be out here playing max minutes. Right. No, not at all. Yeah, and, and – uh, I think LeBron will, you know, kind of his minutes will will, will go down a little bit because you know what this will be his he'll be going into what his 17th year in the league, you know, so that that, that those miles take a toll on your body. So I think you know he'll be playing less because he can rely on AD. He doesn't have to play as much because you have AD. You got Kuzmino and possibly another another guy in there, you know, so he won't be have to do as much 
Um, but you know, I think the Pelicans made out like bandits, you know, getting getting especially Ingram, the three picks, of course, you know, they already had the first pick in this year's draft, which is tomorrow night. Of course, we all know they'll be getting Zion Williamson with the first overall pick. Now they've got the fourth pick uh, as well. Probably going to pick up, I think rumor has it they're going to pick up Jared Culver out of Texas Tech. I still think they need to look at maybe perhaps uh, Darius Garland out of uh, Vanderbilt. Uh, but I can understand why they may not do that because they they're going to look at balls, their leading point guard. But I mean, I think the the Pelicans, you know, I think this is you know the kind of the right move for them. They're they're going young. They want to kind of quote unquote rebuild. Um, yeah. You know, I think it certainly um, helps them and you know contend in the West now even more. I think some people are going to look at them as kind of the favorites to win the West just because of the fact that you got AD and LeBron. Um, I, I, but I just, like I said, it's and it's going to be hard for me to really say it. Like I said, other people may look at it, but without a bench, without depth, I don't think they really do do go as far as people expect them to go as far. That's that's what that's my opinion. I would I would agree with that. I mean, you look at at what they would field as a the that you know that point in the season where you're going to have to rest your starters, you're going to have to rest LeBron, resting him more than most people have done in the past, mm-hmm. and this is what's going to have to carry the team. I think the difference between the Lakers that could have made the eighth spot this year and the ones that did not mm-hmm. is that the the whatever was the team cannot holster the load in the West on their own, right? So you got to think like, who, what are you going to field out here? Is that's that's why like I have the, the just the sinking feeling of you gave away three first round picks. Any you have now you you force yourself to have to make sure that you hit on whoever these selections are coming into this next draft because if they bust you're gonna have problems, right? Mm-hmm. Guys are only gonna not have not be getting paid to not win for so long before you're start, gonna start having problems, right? Uh, LeBron is about to have movies coming out. You know what I mean? He's yeah, doing yeah. all over the place. His his attention swayed very easily this year when they were right at, when they were out of the running, and I don't know how many people are gonna have. The, the patience for that kind of diva mentality when the idea was you came here to win. Right. And it's definitely a win now mentality. Cause let's face it, LeBron doesn't have, you know, 10 years left on him. He's got, you know, yeah. maybe through, th- I would say probably four more years, you know, maybe, maybe five at most uh, yeah. on him, on, on his body. So, I mean, you know, I, I still think I, you know, going, you know, going back to, you know, even weeks ago before the trade, even with that 3D, I still think they were they should look at least look at Kemba. Like I, even though I think I mean, like I said, my, my final opinion is that like I said, get a mid-level guy or two, go out, you know, get get more depth. But if you're gonna get a star, I I say look at Kemba and maybe even look at Kyrie because it it, it is expected that Kyrie will be leaving Boston now. They you know a couple of weeks ago I think he he left his agent. He's gonna be signing with Rock Nation. Um, so I, it's pretty obvious, you know, it's pretty looking, looking like he's going to be leaving Boston. The latest rumors that he's straight up ghost in Boston. He's not even returning phone calls, not even returning texts, wow. nothing from them. That's the kind of dude Kyrie is, to be honest with you. I've heard a lot, you know, a lot of things around the, you know, from different reports yeah. and things like that. That's just how Kyrie is. He kind of goes MIA for a while, you know, you know, and, um, so I think mean, he has until June 29th to opt into his, his, uh, player option, which is about $21.3 million. So... But I, you know, Boston, I think is just on the decline right now. I'm not sure. Is he going to, is Kyrie going to go to New York? Is it, will it be the Knicks or will it be the Nets? I don't know. Poss- is he possibly interested in the Lakers rejoining LeBron? I think that's going to be tough for him to swallow that, you know, swallow his pride saying, yeah. going from a winning a championship, LeBron, leaving LeBron, say, hey, listen, 
I don't want to be second fiddle. I don't want to be the second player on the best player on the team. I want to be the first best player. Okay, fine. You go to Boston. You go there. You're the first, you're the best player on the team. You get hurt. They go to the Eastern Conference Finals. You come back. They do squat. Yeah. And you know, you know what I mean. So now, is he want to go to? Is he going to want to go to the Lakers where he's the third best player behind LeBron and AD? I yeah. don't know. You know, I, I'm not sure what your takes on on the Kyrie situation. Could he go to the Lakers? I think they're interested, but I don't know. I mean, he, like you said, it's all on him, right? This this reeks of uh, Neymar returning to Barcelona to be the third biggest star there, but arguably should be able to dictate that he is the second biggest star on the team. Um, it's it's t- it's a tough pill to swallow. You left on the heels of that. I couldn't imagine that you're going to return to the same thing. Um, he had, but he had his opportunity in the sun, and it didn't work, right? It did not work because of the place he was in. Like, this was a place you talked about. Your dad played there, da 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 woo But, you know, when a push comes to shove, it didn't seem like he ever gelled with them. Like, yeah. I don't know what – there are personality it, questions, concerns with him when I, he's on the team. Yeah, I think there's a lot of that. Even Terry Rozier came out a few weeks ago saying that it was just a bad environment when Kyrie was there. Um, you know, he didn't talk to guys sometimes. You know, even when he was at the Cavaliers, I heard similar reports that he would just – in a great mood one day and then just in a terrible mood the other day. He just caught, got caught up up in his feelings a lot. I don't know what it is about him, you yeah. know? Maybe, maybe that's maybe that speaks to it a little bit, right? That, that might be a part of the, the Kyrie uh, reality when he's on your team. Do you want to bring that in? Do you want to deal with that whenever that starts up, you know? Yeah, um, and I know we'll get into this a little in a, in a, in a little bit, but Kevin Durant, now I think his injury – do you think that plays a part in Kyrie's choice? Because it was rumored that, you know, for the longest time that Kyrie, I mean, K, KD was going to go to New York and Kyrie was possibly going to go with him. So now that KD is hurt, do you, and you know, we, we're not sure whether he's going to go or whether he's going to stay, except we'll get into that later. But do you think that injury impact, does that, does that change Kyrie's thought process of where he may end up? I, I think so. I think so. Like you said, you touched on him uh, doing the the getting a Rock Nation uh, uh, agent, potentially sticking him in the epicenter in New York. He can decide what he wants to do from there. Uh, KD, for as many people would love for him to come home and play for the Wizards, that's never going to happen. Uh, I think he's definitely this. This could change his trajectory for like, hey, what what is he going to do in a year from now, right? Because he's probably out for a year with with this injury. I would oh. assume. Oh yeah, for sure. You know, just being his one, his ability to walk normally again is probably paramount to his ability to play basketball again. But um, when I expect him to come back and when he does come back, uh, it, it definitely affected where, where Kyrie wanted to go. There were enough players moving that I, I thought there could have been a team that featured Durant and Clay Thompson. Uh, honestly, though, you know, those two could have gone anywhere and done, been that show for mm-hmm. uh, somebody's uh, offense very easily. Mm-hmm. Uh, while maybe you don't get as much on the defensive end from Durant because he's just not a big body of a guy, and he looks so skinny, yeah. so skinny in the in the finals <laughs> when he's playing. My God, I didn't think a man could get any skinnier. Uh, <laughs> I, I just you better go eat a sandwich. Exactly right. Mayonnaise on that one. I think that that you could have a guy like Clay out there as well, and just just a good team player plays both ways, hits a bunch of buckets. You know, I think I think they could have those two could have got somewhere and been their own show. Yeah, I mean, I I, yeah, I would have been very nice too, but I feel like just with Kyrie, I just not sure. I wouldn't be surprised, you know, if he you know decides to go back and play with LeBron in LA, but. You know, I think he may end up actually being in New York because he wants to be the man, as quote unquote. You know, 
Uh, so I wouldn't be surprised. But, you know, but Boston, I'm not sure just what happened, man. You know, you've got one of the best young coaches in the game, Brad Stevens there. One of the one of the rising a rising star in Jason Tatum. Jalen Brown is you know did play is play well was play, playing well, but now there's a now there's a rumor that Al Horford their forward is going to be opting out of his player his player option is he had a he had an option of thirty point one million dollars and he probably was leaving Boston because the two sides they couldn't really agree upon a deal, yeah. so he's going to opt out he's going to probably end up somewhere else. So I think Boston I don't know why but people are just abandoning ship almost you know. Which is kind I would of agree. yeah, I, I'm just not sure if it's is it the culture or what happening. Is Danny Ainge just just general just generally managing <laughs> no pun intended or pun intended there his way out of there his way out of his job? Yeah, I'm not sure. I I think he could be. Um, you know, you do yes, good young coach coming up in the ranks uh, at roster a a big market city that you know loves the the sport supports you and everything you do. Um, just doesn't seem the ship just doesn't seem to be sailing the way they want it to. Um, and you know, Kyrie not being there maybe is for the positive, but them not being able to come to a decision on or an agreement with Al Horford is really pretty telling for me because I felt like he was given a very secondary role after they brought in uh, what is his name? Oh, um, Edward. Gordon Hayward, after they brought in Gordon Hayward, you know, wanted to have that kind of a big man or at least somebody coming that could. Uh, could give them an offensive skill set side. And he seemed to be at some points, I feel like just dejected, like wasn't really in the game. Cause it's just like, Oh, you just need me out here for, for, for rebounds when really I'm trying to get, I'm trying to get my buckets. Right. And about all the reports are saying that they all love the organization, love him. He's a great teammate. You know, uh, he was, you know, a phenomenal guy in the locker room and everything, but they just couldn't agree on a deal. Um, so I'm not really sure where he may wait, he, he, where he may wait, uh, end up, excuse me, but you know, it's just really telling about Boston that everyone's just, you know, saying, yo, deuces, I'm out, you know. So I'm not sure. But the other big name, I think I mentioned it before, Kimball Walker. Um, it was a re- I heard her, I think it was in a report. Or so I saw a report the other like last week or so that he is willing to take less money to stay with the Hornets. Now, to me, I don't know if you think it, I think it's do you think it's foolish for him to just take less to want to want to stay in Charlotte? Because Charlotte, we let's face it, they haven't they haven't done anything They're You know, they're not a, you know, a really contender or anything. It's really just him there. Is it him? Is he better off going someplace else? I mean, I get it. He can, he, he's, he's eligible to sign their Supermax deal if he stays there. But he said he's willing to take less money to bring in other stars. Are you really going to get in more uh, bringing in other stars to bring in to play with the Charlotte Hornets? I, I I don't I who really I I don't know. There's no reports about anyone really wanting to go to Charlotte. Yeah. You know you know you know it's not it's not like a, it's a small town city or anything like that. But no, but, but the, there's no, not enough draw there to think that okay all right I get to play the chemical Walker and who else and what's the front office like and I mean I I hate the East is wide open. The right. East is wide open for whoever wants to put together a roster and go get that crown because uh, the a guy who's on offense, where all they do is say, box and one, take the ball, go ahead, right? Just ISO, go right down the lane. Mm. It, if that can take you all the way to the Eastern Conference Finals, if that can win 50 games before anybody else in the league, you know, was the where I, I think people are starting to see that the field is open. Make your offer at least, right? I don't know. I don't think anybody wants to come to Charlotte. I don't know. I don't know your yeah. thoughts on it, but I don't think anybody wants to come to I don't think so either. You know, I, I think he. 
I mean, if he, if, I mean, I get it. He's, you know, that's the team he's been there forever. You know, he wants to help that squad help that franchise win, but dude, you have to also help yourself. And if you really, about, if you're really truly about winning and you want to win a championship before your time is up, you got to, he's got to get out of there. You know, he's got to look at these other, you know, big, big, uh, big squad, you know, is it, whether it, whether it's LA, you know, whether it's New York or something like that, you know, I mean, you know, because if let's say he and another, let's say Kevin Durant go to New York, that could be a, you know, a crazy duo there. I'm not, I'm just not sure. You know, there is a report that the Lakers are popular, interested in him, you know, of course, as they should be interested in him, you know, um, but I just don't know where he would really end up, so to speak, you know, if to really start really you know, building a new, I guess, from the ground up franchise with a winning team with anyway, because he has to, he can't be by himself. He's not that no. tough. He's not a LeBron. He's not a KD can really lead a team by themselves to, to, you know, to, to far deep into the playoffs. Yeah. Um, I just think he needs to go. I think he needs to get out of Charlotte and just save himself. And yeah. really, cause he, you know, that dude, I'm telling you, he's a, he's a, he's an all-star. He's a hell of a, he's a hell of a point guard. You know, yeah. uh, I just really think he deserves to be on a winning team and you know, absorb that winning culture. So I'm not sure where he's going to end up, but I think he should, I think he should get out of Charlotte. That's just my opinion. I think he's a better Kyle Lowry. I think that I think that really? you get far more from him at the position playing point for you than you do from Kyle Lowry. Really, and I, I just think that he probably needs to leave. It feels like uh, to use an NFL uh, example. Feels like AJ Green. Feel like you are a sensational player, but you are just it, everything you do is not going to pull this thing out, this truck out of the mud, right? Like you might as well take your take your pick. Go there and find that he could be somebody's big three. Good. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. Oh. Good, dude. And he, like like Kyrie, they're both ball dominant point guards, you know. Yeah. So I I I think you know he deserves. To, I think he really deserves to be on a winning team. He's got to go somewhere, you know. But I'm just not sure where he's gonna go. Um, some other news in the in the in the league. Harrison Barnes is declining his player option in Sacramento. His twenty five point one million dollars. Chris Middleton is gonna be opting out of his player option. For 13 million. Now Middleton, on a, on, a, on a latter note, he's eligible for the supermax or five million. I mean, five year, 190 million dollars. If he stays in Milwaukee, yeah. if he leaves, he can get four years, 140, 141. So obviously he's going to opt out. He's just going to even if he stays in Milwaukee, he'll get more money if he opts out and signs the supermax. So obviously he'll probably end up staying. But Harrison, I just feel like you see like these guys, even like these little mid-level guys, Middleton, Barnes. You're just going to see everyone just. Basically, the fact that KD and all these guys are hurt now, and you know, things are just not sure up in the air with the league right now. You're gonna see more guys opting out of their clauses and just signing bigger deals because it's just like a, it's almost like a crapshoot, dude. It's like, yo, it just, just grabbing the money, grabbing the money. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's like you ever, you ever seen one of those game shows where you're sitting in the box and there's money just flying everywhere. You gotta grab as much as possible. That's what these guys <laughs> are like, like, oh my god, get it, get yeah. it, get it, get it. Yeah, you know yeah. what I mean? <laughs> just just, just, catching your shirt, like, I mean, honestly, your it's shirt, like, yeah, putting cool. in your drawers, cool. whatever. Sports. Hulu has live sports. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Making it rain. You know what I mean? So they just want to get as much money as possible right now. So you're going to see a lot of these guys kind of doing similar things, you know? So, cause with the, with the, you know, with the thing the CBA goes up or is adjusted almost every, every year, the collective bargaining agreement. So it's like, why not opt out if you can get a better deal, you know? Absolutely. Get your money, get your money. You got to make up for all those years that you were a baller at your middle school, high school, AAU travel team, uh, college <laughs> level uh, now. So get paid. Absolutely. You know, and I don't know if you saw today that uh, came a uh, source, according to some sources around the league, that 
the Grizzlies are going to be trading point guard Mike Conley to the Utah Jazz. The Jazz are going to be getting Kyle Korver, Jay Crowder, Grayson Allen, a.k.e. the Tripper out of Duke, and uh, and and their first-round pick. <laughs> Dude, all he known is for Tripper people, let's be honest. Um, True. Sure, sure. <laughs> but good for good for Conley, you know, going to a playoff team. You know, um, Memphis, they are kind of been rebuilding. They got rid of Marcus Gasol. You know, last, you know, during the trade, before the trade deadline before he went to Toronto, obviously, you know, we know the story there. But Conley, out for both sides. I think it worked out for both sides. Yeah, but Conley, he's he's under contract for another two years. You know, the next two years, he's going to be making $32.5 million and $34.5 million, respectively, in the next two seasons. That's a lot of money. He's getting he's getting paid like an elite-level all-star perennial point guard. But he his play hasn't been not that elite. At the is, last the market, is the market there now? Is the market there dictating that he should be able to get that money based on what's been negotiated, but it's real, the quality's not there? Like, is he going to be able to command this? But then after those two years, who's really going to pony up and pay him? Right, right. And But I think he will pair well with Donovan Mitchell, the young star out of, out of Utah, which I like. But it makes me think about now, okay, what, what, does, this, what does this do for Ricky Rubio? Is he going to stick around? Is they're going to keep him? Is he going to come off the bench? Is he going to demand a trade? I like Ricky Rubio. You know, he doesn't score as much as Conley does. You know, he, you know, uh, he's a great facilitator, but uh, I like, I do like Conley and putting him and Conley and Donovan Mitchell together for Utah. They're a young, they're still very young. You know, they need a lot more yeah. pieces there. Let's yeah. be honest, you know, but I don't know your thoughts on the trade requiring Conley, but I, I, I kind of like it for Utah. I do feel that it was a little lopsided. I mean, even the haul that they got for this one guy, I mean, what, what did does he complete the picture enough for them to have brought him in to think that this is this is the next way we're going to go? Especially that first round pick for the dudes that he gave him. You know, really, it's it's mm-hmm. Kyle Korver. You know, for me, I feel like there's there's something there that you can build on um, right, in right. case the two guys don't really work out. Uh, but you know, they've no. got Rudy Gobert. You know, you know, a defensive prowess there at center. You know, I like you know they're like I said, they're a young team. I don't think they're really gonna do. Too, they're not going to the Western Conference Finals or anything. No, no, no. no but no. Uh, I, I, I do like the pickup for them. You know, uh, like I said, I'm just not sure what's going to happen with Ricky Rubio. That's really it. Um, but you know, speaking of point guards and some other issues, yeah, Houston, what is going on? I think Houston has a serious problem here. There has been many reports that there is an ongoing spat or beef, or whatever you want to call it, between CP3 and James Harden. Um, there's also a rumor, according to uh, Stephen A. Smith from e- on ESPN, that said that apparently CP3 wants out of Houston. Um, and apparently everyone pretty much is on the, is eligible to be traded or you know likely to be, is is available for trade. It's rare that James Harden. There's another report a few weeks ago. It's 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 highly unlikely that James Harden will ever get traded, but pretty much there's a rumor that everyone, including CP3. Is up is up for a tra- is up for trade you know rumor you know but for trade uh, uh, op- options on the trade block yeah they're on the table yeah excuse me so I'm not sure what's really happening in Houston um, I, I don't know but Houston they need to do something they need to do something they need to add another piece to win now they had their shot they blew it they blew it yeah. in that semifinals against the Warriors first of all KD goes out in Game Five so you okay that's that's uh, in Game Six you're at home you're up at halftime. Steph Curry has zero points in the first half. Yeah. And you let him go off in the second, and, they, and you lose the game. 
you had every chance opportunity to win that series, force a game seven and go and win that series and finally get past the Warriors. And you didn't with the Warriors without KD and you couldn't get it done. Something needs to be done. I don't know what it is. I don't know what you, what you think about Houston. You just need to, that, you know, someone needs to blow up that rocket ship. Uh, yeah. <laughs> pun intended. I, yeah. I, I, I'm just not sure what's happening in Houston. Um, I mean, I think, I think you, you touched on it well, that there, it's, it might need to get blown up, honestly, thinking about it. it so, and maybe this is me playing devil's advocate. I think management went and talked to somebody and said, what do you think we need to do here? Because obviously you're a scoring menace. You are the best thing this team has. Your position with the team is, is solidified. Your gold standard. What do we do from there? We feel like we can build around you. And what does that person say? Get rid of them. We could start over. I just don't think that the last two seasons, CP3 has been injured. He hasn't been there for the team when we needed him. We've ended up, the only thing that's you've had is me. So let me get somebody who's actually going to be healthy and going to be out there. And the rest of these Bamas ain't doing nothing else easier. Get rid of them. Let's start over. Yeah. I'll be out here. I'll be cooking. They're going to let me take five steps, four steps for my step back. Yeah. I'll be fine. Yeah. That, and- that's to me, so they might as well blow it up because I think I think that's what's happened. At least the, the way that these are, things are going. And CP3, being, the kind of dude he is, he doesn't seem like the kind of guy to for, at demand a trade in such fashion. Mm, I, don't, I don't think so. I mean, I, I just you know with James Harden, you know, he had a heck of a year. He think he he played he had what thirty something games with thirty straight with thirty points in each game for like I think it was thirty four games with thirty straight point with thirty points. Excuse me, uh, something like that in, in a row. Um, Ages was going off, and most of which CP3 was out for. I think about 25, yeah. 25 of those games he was out for. So it shows he, he doesn't really need CP3 to go off like that. He can go off on his own. Yeah. Um, but, you know, obviously they're believing James Harden. James Harden is their guy. He's their, he's their, he's their reigning MVP. You know, he's their man. He, he's their franchise player. They're going to end up building around him. I know Clint Capella, I still like him there. You know, they've got a lot of pieces. Uh, I, I just don't know what's really happening. You know, I, I, they just need – honestly, I don't know what the hell they need, to be honest with you, though. I mean, I feel like – like I said, they had their shot. I just – being that the West is so deep and there's so many – like especially with Golden State and everything, I don't know what else Houston can do. Who else can you really bring in to help them get over the hump at this point? I'm just not sure. You don't need a point guard. You have CP3. Let's say, let's say they keep him. You don't yeah. need a shooting guard. You have James Harden. Yeah. Okay. Um, you, like I said, you've got Capella. You know, I just don't know where they kind of go from here as far as bringing in other options. You know what I mean? Um, to kind of help out. Uh, you know, you got Kenneth Farid coming off the bench. You played who played well. Um, Austin Rivers, Iman Shumper, PJ Tucker. Most importantly, of course. You know, I think they could make a change at, at at Austin Rivers. I just don't. I don't think he's NBA material. <laughs> yeah, I think yeah. I mean, say he played, he played, he played well in his, in the moments that he played. You know, he did okay. Um, obviously, but like I think obviously, you know, um, Eric Gordon was the biggest thing for them coming off the bench, even starting a few games. Um, but I, I just not sure where Houston goes from here. What do they do to say this is it? We're good. We can contend for the we contend for the championship right now. We can we can make the we can make the finals right now. I don't know. It's just a matter of just. Horford? Just, did, you, did you say Horford? No. No. Oh, 
That's a very good point. Now, because because we're talking about a team where, okay, if he says get rid of these guys, we're going to need somebody to come in and, and and play. We need somebody to ball. And Horford, I feel like is leaving Boston because you're not going to have me out here to not be putting up buckets. I want to put up buckets. Mm-hmm. So wherever Horford goes, I feel like it's going to be a place where he's going to be able to get work and be a key integral part of it. That's so. now, now. Can the Rockets afford Al Horford? That's the thing. So let's say you got CP3 at the one. And so you push Gordon into the two, Harden at the three, Horford at the four, and Capella at the five, and you got Tucker coming off the bench. That's not a bad lineup, yo. That's right. not a bad lineup at all. But can the Rockets afford Al Horford? That's I don't know. Yeah. Do they have the cap space for that? I'm not sure. There hasn't been much mentioning of him, you know, of the Rockets having enough room to bring in a, you know, a premier player like that. But that's the kind of player who can really help out, who can help them out drastically, especially down low in the post. You can get, you can get you at least 10, 11 rebounds a game. Right. You know? So and you know that you got a guy who's going to be shooting at the gym. He will he'll take as many extra balls as you can offer. You know I mean? Of course. Yeah. Harden, of course, shooting the lights out every night, of course. So that's not a bad move. I like it. Obed. very, very good point there. I like that. But I like I said, I'm just not sure if they have the room for them. I don't know where the Rockets go from here. Yeah. Your final thoughts on the Rockets? I'm not sure what else. Only thing to make, only way to make that work, they would probably have to move Chris Paul. Like let Chris Paul go, dump him, bring in somebody younger to run the point for you, and just have this person distributing the ball. Yeah, yeah. Well, moving on. Um, want to get into a quick finals recap? Of course, as I said before, we know the Raptors defeated the Warriors in six games. Now, they won their very first NBA championship. Um, their final in the game six, one fourteen to one ten. Over the Warriors, Kawhi Leonard, of course, won Finals MVP, deservingly so. He's the third player in, in, in history to win the win the award with two different teams, but the first player to win it in both conferences, East and West. Of course, he won it when he was with San Antonio when they defeated the Miami Heat in LeBron's uh, final year there. Um, now, just quickly, just get, look, talking about Game Six, just really quick. Um, you know, just as far as you know, some numbers go. I was surprised uh, as far as I want to start with the Raptors. I was surprised for one, a couple things there. Danny Green, zero points. Didn't even take a shot in game six. Um, But Fred Van Vliet played so well. Once again, he was, he did, he did, he had a great playoff run coming off the bench. Kyle Lowry had, Kyle Lowry had 26, seven and 10 assists. Great game. Siakam had 26 and 10. Leonard only had 22, but enough, enough, enough there. Um, they don't, you know, if I notice, you know, if the Raptors don't go to their, go, don't go deep into their bench. Like I said, yeah. they got Van, yeah. Van Vliet, Ibaka, and maybe even sometimes uh, Powell plays a little bit, but they don't go much into the bench. But the Warriors, what I was really shocked at, Steph Curry, he only had 21, 3, and 7. I thought he was going to go for at least 40 points in that game. Yeah. Now, Clay Thompson was on that way until he got hurt, and we'll talk about that in a second. He was there. He had 30 before he got out. But um, I thought Steph Curry was just going to shoot the lights out. You know, yeah. being, being down three to two, you're, this is the, la- the last game ever a- a- at-, at that arena in Oracle. I thought he was going to shoot the lights out. I thought he was going to go for at least 40. So that was my kind of biggest surprise out of from, from game six. I don't know. You're just throwing thoughts just on the quickly on just like, you know, how they how the game was just the way it was played itself. I mean, honestly, they, it, there were there were just cold streaks. And I think I think after Katie got hurt. It really changed the emotional dynamic, right? Katie got hurt. Okay, fine. We're playing. We're cooking. 
And then Clay got hurt. And when Clay got hurt and he came back and hit those free throws, I thought maybe it was some life. Mm. When they said he was done for the night, that was it. I just, I yeah. think, I think uh, Curry, for strong as he is, is, is as confident as he is, was alone on an island out there. And I just don't think it was, it was, there was enough fun to be had for him to like pull this game out. Like he missed that shot at the end they, they created for him where he normally hits that. He normally yeah. hits yeah, that was a good. He had a good look. It was but arguably it's not 1990s basketball where you go and you go attack the hoop, attack the basket, mm-hmm. get your foul, at least go to the line and tie the game. Mm-hmm. You know, there were the, the what killed the Warriors was the cold streaks. They the, the the game of NBA today is everybody shooting from beyond the arc, right? Everybody's shooting outside. So there were points where they were just giving the ball and the time right back to the other team. Yeah. And I just like, come on, attack the basket. That's why when uh, Boogie Cousins came in, it changed Mm -hmm. the dynamic, right? He was able to attack the basket, picking up points quickly, picking up uh, uh, fouls on the other team quickly. Yeah. Because, no, they don't play this strong ball anymore. Yeah. I mean, Curry, he shot shot six of 17, including three of 11 from three. Yeah. It just hurt them, man, you know? Um, But yeah, as you mentioned, though, KD, when he got hurt in game five, that definitely changed the dynamic of the series. You know, he it was official that he ruptured his Achilles. He ended up having surgery a couple of days, a day or two later. He's gone for at least nine months, probably all of next year. Uh, but then, like you said, in Clone Clay, I think it was what the third quarter, got hurt, went up for that dunk, missed it, came down on his knee, it came out, it tore his ACL. He was out for the rest of the game. You know, that when yeah, when, when you're right, when I when he when he announced that, I was like, oh, it's done, they're out. You know. But even still, they still had a chance to win with Curry at the, bu- you know, right about at the buzzer, had a chance to tie the game, you know, probably send it to overtime. But, you know, he, that's a shot he normally makes. So I was definitely surprised. That was one of my another biggest, big surprise there. Um, but uh, going into the injuries, like we said, KD, he has an option. To, he has he can opt into his, his one year player option, which is about thirty one and a half million dollars. I think he does now that he got hurt. I don't think KD is going anywhere. I'm going to say it now. I don't think KD leaves because of the injury. Um, I think he's going to stay in in in, a, in uh, with Golden State, opt in his year, and then test free agency next season. Yeah. Um, the same thing with Clay, because I believe Clay was a free agent as well. I think yeah. he'll stay as well because of the injury. Um, I don't think too many players, you know, will take that you know chance. You know, even though it's Kevin Durant and it's Clay Thompson, yeah. those serious injuries, especially KD with the Achilles. Oh my God! Yeah. Yeah. Like you said, you know, he's got to be able to walk properly first. You know what I mean? Um, I think they're both out for the entire season next year. There's a chance Clay could probably maybe come back sooner. But I think I think they're just better off just staying out. Opt into your opt into your option. Collect your check. Sit on the bench. You know what I mean? It's free money. Why not? You know what I mean? It's free money. And and. Both the Warriors are going to do right by these guys. So that you know, while they they opt into their contract, they will uh, uh, you know get the best that the Warriors and Western Eastern Medicine will have to offer to make sure that these guys get back. And just seeing the on the uh, Warriors president uh, just shaking up like that yeah. news about Kevin Durant, I think right. they they understand that these guys need to be they they taken us to the promised land. They did right by us. We'll do obey them. Yeah, absolutely. So, and I, and kind of what we were getting to before about, you know, even with Kyrie, this injury, you know, with K, does it affect them? Yeah. I think it affects, it affects this team because, 
let's face it, the Warriors aren't going to do anything next year with just with just Steph Curry and Draymond and maybe Boogie still sticking around. Um, you know, it 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 affects everyone. Um, Obed, I don't know if you agree. Uh, on I'm American. I can hear you. Yeah, yeah, I can hear you. Sorry. Um, I was just saying, like, you know, I think that these injuries affect not only the Warriors, but the rest of the league. So it's going to determine, you know, where these other free agents end up, as we said with Kyrie earlier. Um, Warriors are done. I mean, they're not winning next year, let's face it, because without Clay and without KD, they're not going to get past probably even the Lakers, maybe even Houston. Um, is the Warriors dynasty, is it is is this over, you know, what is it, four or five straight years in the finals? Is it is there is their run done? Um I don't. I don't want to say their run is done. Um, you know, we saw we saw Jordan go to at least six. You know, and I think while these guys aren't the super best player we've ever seen, and tons of other magnificent players together, kind of literally, I feel like the, the Bulls was a super all star team that nobody was really talking about. Like now we look back and just be like, they actually had like a squad that was kicking everybody's ass. Like, yeah, yeah. Hey, what you mean? Of course they did, dude. Yeah, they, right? they, they <laughs> we only lost eight games, bro. <laughs> you know, so when you're on that status, I think you can you can make a second act. When they think that you are dead, you can come back and show them you're still alive. But you know, it would it would take first thing you got to get Clay back, and that you're not getting Clay back until Clay knows that his body is good, right? The Clay Clay is a professional, but he wants to what he can do. I've it's been a rarity that I've seen people. The ghost of Game Six Clay was coming for the Raptors, right? For sure, they won by four. And it took the injury to two of the best players in the league, right? Like, I, I understand how good Kawhi is. I understand how good of a, of a teammate that the Raptors have presented themselves as. But they would have got cooked up if Clay, Yo, went Clay was and, – And that would have probably given enough time for Steph to get back into it and Steph to probably get to 30-35. And it would be like – They could have dropped 120. Yeah, Clay was going – Clay was definitely going off, man. I mean, you know, he had 30 points – he was eight. He was, what, he was eight of twelve before he left the game. That's what I'm saying. The third quarter. So imagine if he actually played the entire game, he would have gone for forty plus easily. Yeah. You know, and it's just unfortunate that he got hurt the way he did. You know, but I, I to me, it feels like the Warriors are kind of done. Like I said, since KD and Clay are going to be out all of next year, probably. I don't think, and I think KD will opt out then. Um, and I think Clay will want to get paid max money at that time too. So he might stay, but would just, I, I, you know, but now with, like I said, with AD, with the Lakers, you know, um, I, I don't think without KD, they'll end up getting past anyone. I mean, past the Lakers or something like that, or another team, the Nuggets are on the rise too. Don't sleep on them, you know, Don't sleep on the Joker. Yeah, absolutely. So I, I, I think these injuries really, are you know taking are going to take a toll on the, not only them the league but I think they're I think their run is over. Um, on the other side of the finals, of course, you have Kawhi when um, the Raptors. You know, they played a great series. You know, they 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 just played great team ball. Um, you know, and Kawhi was doing Kawhi proving once again that he's one of the best two way players in the league, one of the top three guy three two or three players in the in the entire league. Um, now he can obviously uh, he has a player option for tw- for twenty one point three million dollars. It's pretty much known that he's not going to opt into that. He's yeah. going to test free agency. I think he made it known before that he probably wants to go to L A. Yeah, okay. Um, well, he's a Los Angeles kid, isn't he? 
Uh, he he did go to San Diego State. I know that. Um, so uh, is is he gonna stay in Toronto? I don't know. I mean, let me. I I guess before I even ask you about Kawhi, was the trade was the trade for Kawhi giving up Demar Derozan and everything was the trade for Kawhi worth it for Toronto? Putting your, all your eggs, you know, all your chips in the ho- in, in the middle. Even if it's just for one year, was it worth it just to bring in that bring in that one championship? To me, it was worth it. You did what you you put everything on the line. You wrote it out. He said, you know what? He hopes he stays. Whatever it is, well, we're going to live with it. And you won the top, You won your championship. You won the first ever championship in franchise history. To me, it paid off because every and it, whatever happens from now on, you can say you got what you wanted. You got the ultimate prize. So that's yeah. why I say it was well worth the trade. Yeah. Um, what are your thoughts on the tr- just on the trade itself, and then talk? We can discuss if Kawhi will stay or not. So the trade itself, yes, they got to the pinnacle. They can call themselves a champion for all of eternity. That it's you know it's you never know what could have happened, right? Who knows? Tamar DeRozan stays and becomes a mega beast in the NBA and wields a very uh, soft Eastern Conference to another appearance because if you ask me should Kawhi stay wouldn't be too bad they played their way into one I'm sure somebody would come and want to play with them again knowing that he is who he is he mm-hmm. sat out his year with the the Spurs to prove that this is the level that he's able to play at and it wasn't going to carry his first team that wasn't willing to work with him um and and you know maybe he maybe he does start the big three that'll be up there with Haiti and Marcus Hall and whoever else that they can bring in because um, they're getting good buckets from these people. And you got Van Fleet coming off the bench. I they have Van Fleet doing his best uh, Jason Terry impersonation. Dog, don't even don't even start him in the games. Come off the bench and cook everybody up. Um, yeah, it's it's yes, the trade was worth it. The fallout, I don't know. Well, we'll we'll see. May, hopefully, Deron Rosen gets on his way and gets a chance to play for a championship. But the Raptors did what they needed to do. Mm-hmm. Um, and then uh, I think the second question was the landscape. Was that about the landscape of the league? Well, no, really just more. I mean, yeah, that's, that's a good pop. You know, what, what are your thoughts on that? But really, Kawhi, does he stay or does he go? Really? I think he's leaving. I think I think he's, like you said, the first player to ever win uh, the championship from both conferences. Uh, he was the finals MVP the first time he won. First win finals MVP in both conferences. Uh, finals MVP in both conferences. When he was finals MVP twice, um, you know, it's, yeah. I, what what more do you need? He that. And I think he's, he doesn't have a LeBron resume uh, by any stretch of the imagination, but if he keeps playing this way and he keeps just, and he starts getting this jewelry up, uh, mm. you know, can we say that maybe his career was stymied a little bit, trying to keep things afloat with the Spurs? You know, that's it. It was his first championship in 2014. He spent five years trying to put it back together. I don't, I think they appeared in one more NBA finals with him. Yeah, and the first one, yeah, and, and the, against the Heat, right, right, right. So yeah, that was when LeBron and uh, the Heat won their second title. Um, you know, the, that first series against the Spurs, and the following year the Spurs beat them. But I mean, you know, Kawhi, it's rumored that if he goes to LA, it might not be the Lakers. It could be the Clippers. The Clippers have 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 the have the cap space to sign yeah. a max player, maybe maybe perhaps possibly two. Um, so it could. Be, I think mean, I think the Clippers, if he does opt out. The Clippers will push hard because they want they want that that premier player. 
like yeah. the Lakers having, you know, LeBron, you know, like, you know, uh, the Warriors having Kitty. The, the Clippers feel like, you know, they're, they're just, they're in LA too, just like the yeah. Lakers are. So, you know, yeah. they can attract the same thing. They, 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 they share the arena with the Lakers. I was going to say like, come and play for us and actually win something. Right. It's yeah, like, you know, so I think the Clippers will push hard for Kawhi. Does he stay in Toronto? I, I, I don't know. Uh, I, I, my thoughts are leaning towards no, he does not stay in Toronto. Um, should he stay in Toronto? It's another question. Yeah. Uh, I think possibly. I think maybe he should because look, look what they did. You know, Marcus all signed a nice little contract there. You got that big man with you all the way through. Yeah, I, I'm, very, I'm glad. I'm, I was, I was happy for Gasol. You know, finally, he finally got out. He got out of Memphis, able to get on a good squ- a quality team and win a title. I'm glad, glad for uh, for Kyle Lowry as well too. He finally got his title. Finally got over the hump, first of all, just making it into the finals and right. then winning it, you know, so that was good for him. Um, you know, there's just – Wasn't he on that team with the Heat that lost? Kyle Lowry? No, no, he was – you know, he's always – he's been in Toronto for years. He's He was never on the Heat. He was – Kyle actually – at Lowry actually started his career in Memphis, actually, actually, so to speak. Um, funny that you mentioned that. So – um, and we talked about Memphis before. So he started in Memphis, then he came over to Toronto. He's been in Toronto forever. He's yeah. he's like you know he's he's definitely he's definitely he was the veteran on that squad, the leader of that team for many years. So when when Demar Derozan left, it was pretty much just him left over. Um, but uh, I, you know, I think Kawhi, I you know I really don't know, dude. I, I'm I I'm gonna say he leaves. I'm just gonna leave it at that. I'm gonna yeah. say he leaves. I agree. But, with that. Yeah, I know there's so many questions up in the air with with the league now, man. There's so many things happening, so many changes that are that have happened, and it's still to happen, still to come. You know, yeah. it's, it's definitely an exciting time for basketball this you know in this summer now. Now that the finals are over, there's so many things that are gonna happen. I can't wait to look. I can't wait to see what's happening next. The draft is tomorrow night. Uh, you know, my man Zion going number one. Uh, it's looking like John Morant is gonna go number two to Memphis. They already know they're gonna draft him. So that's pretty much why they got rid of Mike Conley because they know they're going to draft John Morant. R.J. Barrett out of Duke as well. Looks like he's going to be heading to New York. He's already said he wants to play for the Knicks. So they've got their young the young guy there, you know. But too bad for the Knicks because I don't think they're going to be getting KD after all because of the injury. Now that would have been a team to see if you had R.J. Barrett, Kevin Durant, and Clay Thompson. Yeah, or or in Kyrie, really, because there was really Kyrie. You know, Kyrie, you know what I mean? Yeah, that would have been nice, too. But, um, yeah, I'm definitely looking forward to it. A lot of good stuff here. Uh, I think that's all the time we got for today, Obed. Um, glad to have you back as once as usual. Um, definitely going to keep going. Any other thoughts, any other last-minute things you know, on, on the league or anything that's happening or anything else? Uh, it was an exciting season. I think uh, the NBA gave us the, the champion that we deserve for the times that we have right now. Um, good to see some fresh blood. Uh, I, being a huge Patriots fan, want to see the dynasties continue. So I hope to see the Warriors return. Uh, and, uh, <laughs> listen, if it, worst perk comes to sub, Damon Green will kick whoever he needs to in the nuts to make sure <laughs> they keep winning games. Yes, yes, yes. You will have another episode of Kicked in the Nuts coming coming at us soon. Absolutely. <laughs> that is that is our time for this week Obed good to see you as always my friend thank you for having thank you for joining us guys don't forget to like the video and subscribe to the channel and we'll see you guys next time peace (laughs) 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 (laughs)